sweet. Was that a macarena? What was that? That was I was tongue like clicking. I don't know. Listen. Oh, don't judge. <laughs> I love that it's more possible that I just have macarenas on hand. Listen, ready I don't to go. Know your life, like <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Whatever. So like this isn't the Twilight where we talk about Twilight. <laughs> where we talk about the intricacies of world dance and also yeah. Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> one or the other it's like we flip a coin before every recording and just let fate decide um, so oh this week we read chapters three and four of twilight which were a fucking doozy my dice <laughs> oh it's just so pure and great and by pure and great i mean literally the worst thing <laughs> in the world because i i warned you last time that, like, things get wild. But I don't know that I properly clarified for you just <laughs> how wild. Give me a definition of wild. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like, right after the chapter name, she just, like, explodes. Basically. Truly. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's phenomenon, right? And so it's, like, that's pretty vague. In mm-hmm. terms of Bella Swan vague, which is right. already like a whole different level of things, and things get buck wild. They truly and- get bananas <laughs> buck wild. <laughs> and I think that it's kind of a a foreshadowing component of it because of the weather, right? Which I think mm-hmm. Stephanie Meyer does, and I guess like all authors do, right? Because setting and foreshadowing sure. kind of tie into each other, but. Stephanie Meyer is not like subtle with no. it at any point <laughs> ever and in so her entire life. Like, she's like, "So there's acid rain today. Hmm. <laughs> Wonder what could possibly be going on." Just a normal day in Forks. Everyone's just gonna be the same forever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah. So she's just like slipping and sliding. <laughs> so you know, it's, with it's the like thing. Sn- Bella wakes up and it's like snowing and there's ice everywhere and she's like, fuck this. I can't even like walk regularly on normal ground. Honestly. <laughs> like actually ice. So she's like, you know what? Let's just like stay in today. Honestly. I'm not here for this. Well, because she she wakes up, right? And she's like, oh, it's like bright. Awesome. Today's gonna be great. And then she looks out <laughs> and then like literally dissolves because there's snow. And so her her skeleton comes out of her body and she's like, no, 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 no. I can't. I can't do this today. <laughs> and I mean, for good reason. Like, I think that her body knew that she couldn't do this. At least she's self-aware enough to know that she cannot, like, even walk on land. <laughs> on, like, snow or ice or sleep. She's like, you know what? I know my physical limitations. I know myself as a person. This right. shit is not happening. Right. But alas, somehow... She sort of gets outside the door. <laughs> she <and> struggles <laughs> out of bed. I'm just makes... imagining, like, what her neighbors thought of her, like, crawling on hands and knees <laughs> to get to the truck. And then, like... This scene seems like it's, like, a year. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> from the door to the car. It's just so long. It is. But her actually driving to school is fine. No. Because she didn't have enough self-awareness that when she was crawling to the truck, she didn't realize that the truck actually had chains on it. I mean, to be fair, she's never actually driven in snow, so she wouldn't realize. But like, obviously, she would have enough intelligence to realize that like, 
you wouldn't be able to just drive easily in <laughs> like black ice conditions with any sort of vehicle. Nah. But apparently fun. not. She gets out at school and she's like, oh my God, my car has been like ride the whipped. And it's like, I don't, duh. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> you didn't just like say a prayer to the thing and then like it responded. <laughs> Please don't fuck this up. <laughs> oh my God. I'm already a disaster. Just let me have this. It's unreal to me that she has somehow like an amazing amount of awareness when it comes to other people and then just like zero amount of awareness at the same time. <laughs> like the least amount. Yeah. And I guess it's not really out of character for like a 17 year old, but also I'm a 17 year old. Like when you think about like the grand scheme of adolescence, like we're sure. still lumped in sure. with that age group and so i don't know i just it's fascinating to me honestly like a character study of bella swan because she is so fascinating and so just an actual dumpster fire <laughs> literally no <idea> <laughs> yeah but she couldn't actually get into the school because that would be far too simple no she has to like actually die first <laughs> Lit- like literally and like, i know li- that we we hi- like use that hyperbole a lot in this show, but had, like, an inch of difference happened, Bella would have died. This book would not have existed. Yep. And she would have just been, like, a smushed bug on the ground. Because if there's anyone who's more of a dumpster fire than Bella, it's Tyler. Oh my god. apparently, (laughs) he cannot drive to save his life. He's doing, like, wheelies into the parking lot like because apparently he also has no awareness of how snow or ice works even though right. he's apparently lived here his whole life like at least bella has an excuse but she's like fuck what is even forks what is snow never seen that before fuck is this sure. and it's already like tripping over herself as she even steps out of the door to her home <laughs> but tyler lives in forks and he's gone to this school you have experienced snow and driving into the school parking lot before, my dude. Right. Because she gets out of the thing. And, of course, the first thing that she does is just, like, finds Edward, right? Her honing beacon is <laughs> yeah. just, like, slowly beaking. And then, she's like, just scanning just, and she's like, oh, got him. He's here. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then as soon as she finds him, it starts, like, beeping faster. And then <laughs> she... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it literally says... I saw several things simultaneously. And she's just like (laughs) staring at Edward. And then also there's this minivan curling towards her. (laughs) Just like circling and spiraling, ready to literally smash her into the truck. And it's like, nope, she's still just staring at Edward. Wow, he looks like really good today. Yeah, he's just got like the perfect amount of gel in his hair. It's like perfect. Expertly quaffed. Like, I don't. (laughs) Bella, here's the thing I know that you don't have a lot of self preservation because I know that this is literally your personal hell on earth, but you are literally dying is the thing. <laughs> like, you gotta and, move, my dude. But she doesn't, because... No, of course Of course. The she's only paralyzed thing by the beauty her, of Edward Cullen. Yeah. Because, of course, the only thing that could help her in this moment in time is Edward Cullen. 
but she doesn't realize because her head smacks against the, the pavement. <laughs> Which Edward does. He's the one that's like, nah, move. Like, How romantic. Uh, truly, yeah. When I look for Bay, I think of smashing my head against the pavement. I think of oh WWE Smackdown on this yeah. ice in the school parking lot. Yeah, I really want a concussion. That's, yeah. When, oh my god. Just girly things. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> when Bay concusses you. <laughs> but, like, in the matter of saving your life. Oh yeah. my god. It's just, this whole scene is unreal because she's like, she literally sees Edward's arm indents. In the, in the, the minivan car. truck. And she's like, wow. He's so strong. <laughs> it's Bella. That's not <laughs> real. And then she starts to realize that people are like screaming, like blood curdling <laughs> like screams outside. And then she's like, well, because he's like, stay down, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm totally good. And he's like, well, your head probably hurts. And then she's like, Oh, ow. You, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) And I understand adrenaline and shock. Totally understandable. But also, your head smacked against the pavement. I don't. Nah, she's fine. (laughs) Nah, just totally resilient, Bella Swan. I got it. (laughs) I just, unreal. Unreal, this whole situation. Edward's literally like on top of her and she's like, Hey, man, how did you even get here? Because before this even happens, Edward is, like, an actual mile away. Literally. (laughs) And then two seconds later before she perishes, almost perishes, he's there. And she's like, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Which I get because it's like, oh, we're establishing that he's, you know, a vampire and she needs to question this. But I'm like, do you not remember, like, every class you've had with him? And he literally bolts out the fucking door at the same speed. (laughs) This should not be unusual behavior. Honestly. Yeah, he was, like, chilling in the forest, and she was just, like, imagining him in the parking lot, and then she blinks, and he's, like, in this little, like, clusterfuck of, like, a truck in a van. It's the only time that she's like, wait, why are you here that's actually rational? Right. And just the whole scene, because of these, like, blood-curdling screams, and yet the only thing that she can hear is, like, him whispering. And it's like, Bella. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) And, like, you have to imagine that the the minivan and the truck are also, like, relaxing, so the, like, the metal is also screeching, too. (laughs) And so it's just, like, you can somehow hear his whispering on top of all of these other sounds. Just having a really chill conversation amidst all of this. Right, and also, like, the blood that's being pushed into your head right now because of the, like, injury that you also occurred. Yeah, no, that's normal. Totally logical. That's real casual. Yeah, seems legit. That sounds like every first date anyone's ever had, so. Yeah, truly relationship (laughs) goals. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, and then just the idea of, because Charlie, of course, has to appear, right, once she gets like, evac'd out of this, like, clusterfuck of metal. Sorry, don't you mean Char-dad? Oh, sure. Right. (laughs) My bad. At first, she describes as Chief Swan, which I'm like, homie, you can't... You're not even trying at this point. You can't do that. (laughs) That's your father. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, you mean the one who was, like, half the product of, like, birthing you, you mean? Like, you mean? <laughs> the idea one? of... Yeah, that one. The idea that Bella in this scene calls Edward a traitor for not having to be on a stretcher is literally one of the funniest things I've ever experienced so far in this text. It's absurd. Like, there's a lot of things, especially in this chapter, that Bella has no coherent sense of when talking to Edward, and it's ridiculous. But this is just, like, what do you mean? Right. How dare you not be in a gurney like everyone else? Yeah, she's infuriated that she, one, has to wear a neck brace, as if nobody else around them has already witnessed that this thing has happened, (laughs) and then that he gets to ride in the front of the ambulance, and she is literally fuming while trying, like, while making sure that these, like, ER respondents are not, trying to not get sued for doing their literal job. Yep. Because... Literally, the chief of police is watching them do it. And so it's like, Bella, what do you expect from them? That right. they'd be like, oh, yeah, deuces. You're totally good. Nah, you're good. As, you if, as if when there's literally, like, a car wreck that happens that they can't escort you from that. No. No, Bella. I'm sorry. That's not That's not how that works. And I'm as sorry. soon as she gets into the hospital, she's like, nah, I don't need this stupid neck brace anymore. And she takes it off. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't think you were a medical professional, Bella Swan. Right. You can't yeah. just do that. <laughs> yeah, please just go ahead and disregard medical nah. care, nah. Bella. Yeah, she waits until, like, the nurse isn't looking, and she's like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. It's she hasn't unreal. even, like, fully walked out of the room. She's like, fuck you, nurse. Yeah, as the EMT, like, glares at her. It's like, I did all this work. I tried to make sure that you were safe. And then you completely disregard my care. Okay. I would have loved to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Die. I, whatever. <laughs> it's not on my watch. Amazing. Truly. My favorite thing I think about all of this is, is Edward isn't even trying to hide no. once he gets into the hospital that something is up with him. Because he's just like sitting on Tyler's bed being like, nah, nah, nah. It's totally fine. Everything's <laughs> chill. well tyler is like profusely apologizing (laughs) about everything that's happened oh yeah tyler will never forget about this for the next like 70 years (laughs) well and the fact that like we find out that like his car is just like kaput so yeah yeah, he'll never him and his parents will never forget that no (laughs) this has happened but the amazing thing i think is i guess she had to take the neck brace off because if she hadn't taken the neck brace off, she wouldn't have properly been able to do a slack jaw when Carlisle walked in because the girl literally says that her mouth dropped open when Carlisle Cullen walked in. So this man can only be described as Draco Malfoy in this text. And I was like, excuse me, what am I reading? He's literally described as Draco Malfoy. Especially, like, with the fatigued thing that she leans on to. Yeah, it's it's like a carbon copy. Truly. Yeah, it's amazing. So apparently both Bella and Char, I mean, Dad, will have to fight over who loves yeah, Carlisle no, the only most. only one can win. This. Right. Um, it's amazing to me that she's not even trying to hide her, like, I have a thing for rich white men thing <laughs> like, that she has going on, which is fine. 
it's just like I love that she's like oh yeah I'm gonna let this doctor do proper care on me and then as soon as he's like nope no concussion you're all good to go everything's all good she's just like narrowing her eyes like as if she wants to stay a little bit longer are you sure it's like Bella please stop with the mixed messages thing you should have been out there like it was wild I almost died it's literally like the hamilton thing of like we almost died in the trench like it's like bella will you make up your mind though what What do do you you mean and of course she's um, also mad at edward it's like well is he fine right yeah (laughs) and also apparently not only did bella and edward have to and tyler have to go but the entire school somehow got run over in this fucking thing and they're all dead and they're all in the hospital at the same time right right yeah carly was like yeah you're probably the only one at school and she's like what do you excuse me how many car accidents happened in this 20 right. seconds <laughs> dude tyler just went on a fucking rampage and ran over <laughs> in the parking lot uh, like tyler- why is everyone in a fucking hospital room yeah tyler mistook the uh the parking lot for bumper cars and yeah. just decided to <laughs> fuck everybody's lives up this morning is the thing um so yeah we're all here in the emergency room actually it's so amazing. bella is like yo edward let's fucking go let's talk man because <laughs> you're hiding um, shit from me which yeah as Edward is known to do because he's a vampire. Yeah, she decides to duel and he just wants nothing. Fists to do. out. Right. She's yeah, ready. She decides to meet him equally and clenches her fists as well. And he just like looks away. A battle that she cannot win. No, no. <laughs> she amazing. will always be unmatched. And I think my favorite thing about like their mock confrontation is the fact that he's like, I saved your life. I don't owe you anything. And she's like, but you promised. And it's like, I'm I'm sorry, you've talked to this boy for all of, what, 45 yeah. minutes? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. you held him to a prom... A pro- you held him to a promise? You think he promised, Edward. <laughs> yeah. You, you didn't even spit into it. It means nothing. Like, like it, it is very trite and very, like, it doesn't mean anything. But Edward has a way of making it seem so insignificant. Like, right. Because <laughs> she genuinely was like, hey, man, what the fuck? That's wild. Let's talk about this. And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then now, she's, he's like, yeah, what are you talking about? I saved your fucking life. Nothing matters. I don't need to tell you anything. And she's like, right. wait, but you promised. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What am I supposed to write in my diary now? (laughs) What am I supposed to dream about, Edward? But alas, that is the first night that she dreams of Edward Cullen. Truly. A prophecy that will only continue for literally the rest of this saga. Thank God. Not only will her waking moments be of Edward, but her sleeping times will be of Edward as well. We just cannot escape it. It's just, good God. <laughs> and also that last thing for in that hospital conversation that was the most. After like he doesn't give him, he doesn't give her any answer. She's like, "Why'd you even bother?" Which like weird question. Yeah. Really weird and putting someone in a very weird position there. About, yeah. Why'd you Who even bother saving that? my life? That is not something that like a normal person nope. would ask like a normal other human <laughs> no. person. Especially, like, right after it happened. Like, 
in like the rawest moment of this event happening. The amazing thing, I guess, is she's already saying that she's consumed by the mystery of Edward. Uh And she's a little bit more obsessed by Edward himself. And it's like, Bella, do you know what you're saying? Girl. Bella, haven't you read enough novels where the main protagonists have said things like this? You've read books. You're smart. You can do so. Bella, come on. Baby. You you know better than this, though, is the thing. <laughs> but does you know she? Better than, does she really? I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Oh, gee. I, I would hope that anybody who's read as is as well read as she proclaims herself to be and is as intelligent as she proclaims herself to be would not use those words lightly and not recognize like hmm there's a light going off in my head that um I'm yeah that I'm possibly using this as a crutch for something else in my life (laughs) like could it be I'm hiding some other emotions that I'm not really Hmm. discussing potentially Hmm. But I'ma just ignore that and instead just keep asking people why they're saving my life instead. Because that seems like a normal course of action. Normal, normal thing. Yeah, I, yikes. Yikes, yikes. And then we head on over to chapter four, Invitations. A.K.A. the chapter of the most brooding. So much teen angst. So much. Like, as if this book cannot be teen angst more, they were like, oh, let's add in the anxiety of asking people to dances. That'll do. That'll be good. (laughs) Yeah, that will just ramp it up just a little bit more than it needs to. Because, of course, everyone is already over all over Bella because she almost died. And so now they're like, hey, this is our chance. Let's go. And so every boy that's ever gone to Forks High is like, let's ask Bella the princess Bella in this dance. (laughs) Right, and the, the irony of it is it's literally a Sadie Hawkins dance. Right! <laughs> where it's it's girl's choice. And yet, here, let's just give a prime example of taking away any female agency. And <laughs> yep. instead, just have all of these guys jump the shark and ask the girl instead. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Excuse me. You've got prom late, like literally two weeks later. It seems like. Can we chill? Why, yeah. Can you just allow a little bit more gender swap? Like, just give a little bit of agency instead. But no, apparently not. Is nah. the thing. No, just jump the shark and just rob a little bit more female agency, please. <laughs> please, that's all I want. Yeah, just please silence. Any more females in this place. That's all I want. True. <laughs> That's the dream. It's disgusting. Yeah. And I, I think there isn't even a lot of commentary on it either. No. It's like, this is normal. <laughs> like, she right. says it once. It's like, this is girl's choice. This is weird. But then they're all just like, yeah, but like, mm, just want to test yeah. my luck if you didn't ask me, you know. But right. I'd try. <laughs> right. But yeah, before, before the the guys start to like basically on. harass Bella it's it's brooding Edward strikes again of course and is just like basically ignoring Bella while still talking to her uh-huh. it's this like amazing dichotomy of just like I don't know him being his most melodramatic self yes <laughs> it's amazing that he 
because she like comes into biology class shocker truly um and she's like trying she's like i'm gonna put on my happy face today and it's like okay bella um (laughs) she's like i'm gonna be super cheerful and greet him and everything's gonna be great and she comes in she's like she like starts singing she's like hi edward and then he's literally like he turns his head a fraction toward me without meeting my gaze nodded once and then looked the other way what the fuck who does that who are you that's not even human, Edward, is the thing. Well, like, that's not well, how humans interact. Well, <laughs> like, okay. Bella definitely does not know what she wants, but Edward definitely, definitely, definitely does not know what he wants. <laughs> like, at no. all. In the slightest. No, no, not even a little bit. No. <laughs> and, and coupled with the fact that, and I think that, you know, and again, not so subtle Stephanie Meyer, mm-hmm. but his his eyes keep turning right from honey <laughs> to charcoal and it's like okay can you just change up the adjectives like a little bit yeah. more um, <laughs> you have other words for this i believe in you right but his eyes keep changing and again she's like sort of noticing it but like also not really and it's like shout out to your awareness at yeah, all real Belle. perceptive Belle. <laughs> yeah and then it's just like okay but also you know, he basically just, like, shouts in biology class once, like, it's better if we're not friends. Trust me. It's like, who says this, though, like, is the thing. You have no chill, Edward. None. No chill. None. I just... No social interactions or knowledge of how to do any of that. No. <laughs> no. I just... And it was great, because this class started with fucking Mike Newton, like, on... Sitting on the lab table. Like, sitting... <laughs> on this lab table pining See, for Bella being like hey um I want to make sure that like you're not in love with this guy that saved your life because like I'm here See and that's why like fuck Mike Newton though was the thing because like those those are for science right. not your ass <laughs> though is the thing and like I think you're pulling straws this fuck Mike Newton thing. I, there are no. other there are there's a lot of reasons to hate Mike Newton, but that's a little bit extraneous. <laughs> but like she describes him again in this as a puppy, which is not just, a bad thing. I don't understand why I you hate dogs. <laughs> I love dogs. It's a thing. There's literally a dog asleep on my lap right now. I love dogs. I am pro dogs. I am not pro humans as I'm not going to finish that sentence actually. Um I am not pro Mike Newton in sure. any um in any sense of the word. And that's all I have to say. But so like Edward's like, "Yeah, we should like, you know, not be friends. It's probably better." And then Bella pulls out another thing of like why'd you even bother, and saying, like, oh, man, you regretted saving my life, didn't you? Which, whoa, where did we go from here? Where did that come from? (laughs) Where even, what? Who would even say these things? Who, how, what? Excuse me. Well, and it's, like, she keeps baiting him (laughs) as if she wants him to say that he, he regrets saving her life, but if he says that, she would literally end this book. Truly. <laughs> like, she doesn't realize that she's writing a book. But if she did, if he said that, like, no, actually, Bella, I do regret saving your life. It's been really hard on me. And I don't know how to move forward. She would literally die. <laughs> She'd be like, she wouldn't know how to handle someone saying that to her. 
as most which people is, would. Uh, yeah, no one would because that's a, a wild thing to say, and no one would ever say that. And Edward's like, that's fucked up. I'm not gonna know. <laughs> yeah, he has enough self-awareness to realize that that's not something you would say. But it's like, Bella, what are you, what are you projecting in this moment? What are you trying to get out of this interaction that you want him to say something like this to you? Like, do you need to go and chat with the counselor? Like, have you debriefed this traumatic experience that has happened to you? Because that's a normal thing that happens when you've had something traumatic is that you go, you see some sort of counselor or therapist to kind of debrief this very traumatic experience. And yet, I don't think that that's happened. So instead, you're just trying to like, understand it by asking people if they regret saving your life <laughs> like that's normal. seems healthy seems chill you know seems, seems real good i feel right. like that's also to blame on a lot of quote-unquote young adult stuff because i mean obviously mental health and therapists and stuff is heavily stigmatized etc right. but especially with like fiction of people in high school and stuff if something traumatic happens to them which in a lot of these books it does because high school like there's right. no ever like trying to actually do a healthy way of falling at your feelings it's always like taking it out on other people or like trying to like you know make people say that they regret saving their lives or something wild like that like there's no right healthy way ever like demonstrated in these things yeah and i guess that reminds me of just how much like ableist language that mm-hmm. stephanie meyer uses and i i used that um while crafting an ableist language lesson plan that i'm doing in one of my classes i used look at you a, a bunch of twilight excerpts oh my God. to have my to have my students um use they would like take the word crazy which when i searched through this book alone there's so yeah. many examples mm-hmm. of or like stupid or in like she uses them so much and I'm having them like re like take that word and use an alternative for it instead because like it's just poor writing at that point and she uses them so much as a crush and it's like what are you trying to say about Bella at that point like what do you think about your character Mm -hmm. that this is what you're using as her language not only externally but internally as well and it's just it's it's poor writing, but it's also like a almost I don't know projecting as yeah, well. Yeah, truly. It's just, and I guess that that also leads into like the the parking lot drama that she has as well, because she's talking about when she walks out to her truck mm. and sees Eric, and she's like, I almost had a stroke when I rounded the corner. It's like, did you? <laughs> are you sure that's what you meant to say? Yeah, because <laughs> that's. Because she's like, when I saw a tall, dark figure leaning at the side of my truck, I just realized it was Eric, though, and then I was fine. It's true. That's such poor writing. Yeah. That's not what you really meant to say. You could have used anything else in that moment, though, is the thing. Like, what are you really gaining as a writer by using that to, like, demonstrate that? Because it's not really even the same (laughs) at all. No. Like, it's just giving a bad representation of the event that actually happened, which is just, ooh, I got spooked a little bit because there's, you know, a tall, dark, unassuming man right there, and I didn't notice. Right. Which, like, totally valid as, like, anyone who sees some, like, strange figure against a car, it's totally fine to be shook. Yeah. But, like, 
a, being shook and a stroke are two very different things. <laughs> I'm so, gonna like command F all the word times it says stroke and just like replace with shook. <laughs> and it would be a much better reading experience. I was so shook when I read in this corner. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> but it's just her whole parking lot experience after class is. I wanted to die. I just, it was so, it was literally the definition of like, hey, let's make sure, already no female agency, but making sure that we're just gonna like literally physically barricade them with cars so we can ask them to move prom. It's so bad. It was so bad. Like, it was wild. It's, and it's... It's almost cringeworthy to read because as anyone who has experienced being placed in a spot where you can't, like, leave a situation, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, it's almost uncomfortable to have to, like, re-experience that of, like, hey, I have to experience this thing where someone is, like, asking this thing and you have to just, like, put on your smile and wait Mm -hmm. for them to finish talking and it's just, like, ugh, no. (laughs) It's the same with, like, promposals and stuff, because, like, you're doing this whole big outlandish, like, act to get someone to go to a dance with you, which is nice and usually comes from good intentions, but, like, sure. you are actively putting someone in a place to basically not say no, because, like, it would just be really awkward if someone came in with, like, flowers and, like, this whole thing and be like, hey, would you go to this dance? I'd be like, mm, right. sorry. Like, that's just, it's just a weird thing about our culture that we're just like, we can't like, either you say yes in front of the big thing and then, like, later be like, hey, maybe I'm not actually comfortable with this. But, like, never in that moment where it's, like, Phew. Right. Because, of course, then the person would be shamed for saying no. Yeah, no, of and course. And it's like, um, I think that asking a yes or no question, there's an option to say no is the thing. <laughs> no, this is a yes or no yes question. <laughs> and that's so fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah, so Edward is just, like, apparently there, right, during all yep, of this. Of while course. Eric asks her to the Sadie Hawkins dance, which is a girl's choice. Yep, again. And, <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 I can't go because I'm going to Seattle. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And so she gets in the thing or whatever and then gets in line. Mm-hmm. And then... Edward fucking swerves in. <laughs> right, literally. But not to ask her anything, just... To physically stop her from getting out of this parking lot. So Tyler can come on in and ask her. Yeah, and the thing that's so fucked up about this is he literally just, like, stands at her passenger side window and is like, oh, I just wanted to ask you something while we're trapped here. Like, not a great president to set with, my dude. While we're like, stuck here, like, randomly. What? Not the best way to set this up, my dude. No. And I think the thing that was grossest about that was, because mm. Mike had asked beforehand right right and she was like no no no, just ask jessica and he was like um (laughs) fuck jessica (laughs) and so she tells tyler like i thought i told everybody i was going to seattle and he was like well yeah but i thought that was just your way of letting mike down and she was like what the fuck i was not like could you take away my agency a little bit more, right. my dude. Like, even imagine that being her way to let Mike down, which is wild, but, like, saying yes to Tyler and then going to the dance with Tyler while he's there. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going because of this. 
And also, here I am. <laughs> Things changed. I'm here with Tyler. Yeah. Especially when there's, what, like, five people in that school? So, yeah. like, Impossible. as if that wouldn't get around by literally the second that Tyler says, like, that they're going together. Because he would leave her window, get back into his car, then start doing wheelies in the parking lot because he hasn't learned his lesson. And then, like, screaming out of his window, saying that they're going together. Yep. It's just... So gross. Hey, you know that girl like I nearly killed? Well, <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> Fellas? <laughs> and I think that the weirdest thing, I guess, about the whole situation is still that just like Edward is in front of her. Yeah, just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. And and yet that they're they're the ones who are making eye contact during this whole conversation. Tyler's just, like, speaking into a mirror. Like, he's really not. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Tyler is trying to talk to her, but Bella's staring at Edward while he's looking through the rearview mirror. Like, it's a very awkward dynamic that she's painting a picture of. I just... Stephanie Meyer, I... I have a few questions. I need you to storyboard this for me so that I can (laughs) Can we break this down? Right. And just the, the idea of of Bella's anger management at that thing because she can tell that apparently just by looking at his eyes that he's laughing. I mean, that, he could just be laughing, but that's fine. You know, just say it through his eyes. Right. But also just by looking at his eyes that he's laughing and her immediate response is to literally take off his bumper. I think <laughs> she hasn't learned anything in the past like month nah. of all of these things that have gone on with cars. She's like, no, 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 just a little, just, just a, a little touch. bit. Like, Ooh, I'll be right there. As if her thing isn't the most indestructible thing that's ever existed Truly. in her whole life. I just... It would, like, Bella... eat the Volvo. Like, it would just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like, full-on carboys it up. Just, like, monch it. <laughs> Amazing. I, Bella, I have a few questions about how you decide to go about things in your life. I don't know that this is the one that's at the top of the list. It's there, though. It's it's definitely on the list, though. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. I just... How how did you feel about his invitation, Edwards, to her? Uh, it's so... Okay. Like, I ha- I was playing this whole little game. Like, you know what? Edwards is trying to, be, trying to figure out how to be a human. He doesn't know what's going on. He's not manipulative. Right? He's, like, really manipulative. And I, you know, I'm not here for it. <laughs> It's, like, yeah. real bad. Like, just Bella being like, I don't really know what's going on, but, you know, I'm just gonna be here for it, whichever way it is. And Edward's like, you know what? I'm just gonna pretend, like, like literally yell at her for trying to be friends with me, saying that, like, I can't be friends with someone ever, but still, like, try to be in this girl's life and try to just fuck it up, knowing <laughs> the circumstances. Sure. And so he's like, yeah, don't really think your car can make it to Seattle. We should go together. Wink, 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 wink. And of course, (laughs) of course, Bella cannot say no because she's just so infatuated with this boy. Right. Even though she has no idea where she stands with him at any point ever. No. No, it's it's a lot. The fact that. If the language in in their interaction with each other is so much mm-hmm. and so cringeworthy because of the fact that he comes back in good spirits, right? So his <laughs> eyes are fine and she realizes that and 
she recognizes that he's in good spirits. And it's just the fact that, I don't know, everything about it, because she even asks him, like, do you have a multiple personality disorder? And it's like, who <laughs> who asks that? Bella, no. Bella, baby. Social boundaries, <laughs> no. first of all. And also, no, is the thing. <laughs> yeah, incorrect. No. And also that he he proposes the invitation of, of going to Seattle with her. And she's like, with who? With <laughs> <Bella>. what? <laughs> and he's like, myself, obviously. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and the enunciation, I think, is not the thing that bothers me. But the fact that Stephanie Meyer decides to say that he enunciated every syllable as if he were talking to someone mentally handicapped. Uh, um, uh, I'm sorry. Bad. I'm, no. I'm sorry is the thing. I don't... Did you mean that he just enunciated every syllable because he's a pretentious douchebag? And he talks like Sherlock Holmes, especially in this chapter, <laughs> in the <laughs> sequence. I don't know that you meant to be like that is the thing. No. And then what is the grossest thing I think about with this whole interaction, right, is that he's trying to put the charm on, right, of mm-hmm. being like, no, 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 everybody cares about the environment, Bella. Like, Fuck, that was so funny. Because <laughs> literally, oh my she's God. like, you know, I don't know that I can do it in the thing. We're good. We're tight. Don't need you, Edward. Later. And he's like, mm, actually, climate change is, like, real, and, like, we <laughs> sh- probably shouldn't be driving that. And get gas every single time. That's a waste of finite resources, Bella. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that your car can get there on one tank of gas, you piece of shit. Um, that was that was a pretty good. This isn't for you. This is it. for the environment. I don't care. Right, yeah. I don't want to go to Seattle with you. I want to make sure you don't kill our planet. Right. <laughs> yeah, that part I thought was pretty good. Um, the problem that I had with it, though, is that, like, he turns and flips the switch real quick because he, like, flips his quaff, right? And then he's like, you should really stay away from me, though. I'll see you in class. After, and like, like, inviting himself out of, like, no position ever, being like, hey, you know what? We shouldn't be friends, but let me drive you here. Also, you know, I said we it would be better if we weren't friends, but, like, I still want to be friends. But, like, you really should stay away from me. Anyway, see you in class, and also see you on our fucking road trip to Seattle, where we'll spend only time with each other. Right. That's yeah, fine. it'd be better if we were enemies. Also, deuces, see you in five minutes in class. Um, also, I took notes for you. Like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, um, I don't... The amount of mixing signals is so much. <laughs> it's the most... It's like a compass that isn't calibrated, so it's just fucking going all over the place. Like, where? What are you doing? Honestly. And that's why, like, I understand why why Bella is is confused. It makes sense. Truly. But there's there's no need for the the kind of interactions that they're having, because they're both contributing to the mixed signals. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is the... Yeah. It takes you to tango situation. I learned how to belly dance yesterday, so that was dope as fuck. You, you're on um, your way to being the master of dance. I know. I, soon, soon I will be the master of dance. Um, so that was pretty great. If I'm just imagining, because it, it was a PE lesson plan that we were doing in grad school. I'm just imagining if Bella had that in her PE class, like had to learn how to belly dance, she, her skeleton would just like run out of her body. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Every time she mentions PE, like, there's no need for the PE chapters to even be in there because it's like two sentences like, I was in PE, it sucked, later, next, I, I, I missed the thing. It's like, we don't need, we didn't need that. Yeah, the first time that she established that PE sucked, I was like, I got it, I got it. I know how <laughs> I know. this works now. I went to high school. There's, yeah, I think... I think it was in this one where they were talking about the basketball. Yes. Yep. That was the yeah. one. Yeah. Where they changed the basketball unit and she's like, well, nobody passed the ball to me, but I still kept falling down a lot. It's like, <laughs> what? What do you mean? I don't understand. Just like, no, she literally shy- everyone was passing to each other and she's just falling over herself <laughs> in her corner by herself. <laughs> Just do a jazz square or something. Like, I don't. Don't. Bella, do are that. you okay? <laughs> Apparently not. I what is with your bones? What is wrong with your body? <laughs> Why does it hate you so much? <laughs> I think her inner ear is messed up or something because she just can't stand. No. <laughs> oh, God. And honestly, that would explain a lot. Do you know whose inner ear is not messed up, though? Are you did are you gonna do this right now? Are you seriously doing what I think you're doing? <laughs> are you don't fuck up my bit? <laughs> we need to have more respect for each other's bits, I apologize. This is disgraceful and you're sending me a lot of mixed signals. <laughs> okay, continue your bit. Do your bit. No, it's no, ruined. Do your bit. <laughs> no, it's, it's Allie, do your bit. <laughs> Do you know whose inner ear is not messed up? Whose? <laughs> it's your bud media. <laughs> I'm glad you got that out. Uh, yeah, this is... <laughs> this is a train wreck. <laughs> oh my god. This is an Earbud well. Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Earbud Media and eventually at earbudmedia.net. Fantastic. Yep. Have you changed it or is it still an egg? You still an egg. I have a bio, but still haven't gotten the picture. <laughs> hey, it's a slow glow up. Hey, no. that works. I am amazed every week by how much response we get from our amazing goddess, Maddie. And I'm thankful that she, like, live tweets our episodes. It's pretty great. You can. I love it a lot. I don't actually know her Twitter off the top of my head, but on Instagram, it- it's yourghosthost44 and yourghosthost.tumblr.com. Yes. For her art. And yeah. She was doing this cool, like, color hue thing for yeah. the past Q-Vember. month. Yeah, November. Oh, damn. Yeah, that one. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, and now things are getting buck wild, because it's actually holiday season, and it's, like, her fave time of the year. Perfect. So, I would definitely stay tuned for that. If you like our sweet, sweet tunes in the beginning of this episode, those are by Eli Krauss. You can find his stuff at krausfilms.com. K-R-A-U-S-S films.com. Has he said anything about the pod lately? I haven't heard anything, which makes me think he's fake and doesn't listen. So, but I'll just keep this in so he knows. He'll know. What a poser. (laughs) Honestly, what a fake bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just, like, make our content and then just, like, not listen. Like, how dare you? What if he just, like, skips to the last ten minutes and just, like, listens for us? Do people praise him? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, that's what I would do, probably. Yes, yes, yes. We have a Patreon. We do. If you want to throw money at us. It's a little tip jar to, you know. I would love it. Make the show even better. It's 
amazing and I want you to become part of the shiny squad mm-hmm. you can donate money and choose one of the perks and they're all colon they're, adjacent they're fresh as fuck they're great they are <laughs> yeah so I would highly suggest checking them out and if you can't donate totes fine sharing it also works as yeah. well yeah rating and reviewing us on iTunes have you done that I'm giving you the two eyes emoji right now if you haven't yeah no same for my friends i review podcasts truly (laughs) you can find Um, into the twilight pretty much everywhere twitter facebook apparently because it's 2005 uh (laughs) into the twilight (gasps) what (laughs) disgraceful anyway (laughs) if you want to send us anything your long lost fan fiction your twilight fan mixes literally anything our email is open and ready for your trash and it's into yeah. the twilight show at gmail.com. Here's the thing. We called you all out last week and haven't gotten a goddamn thing. Still so nothing fake. What? <laughs> Sounds pretty fake to me. Y'all are fake. Yeah. Y'all are fake fans, though. <laughs> you can find Allie on the internet at 23 of me everywhere. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Truly. Except for Vine, because Vine is gone. R.I.P. Never forget. Yeah. Vine is gone. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. Yep. Hey, wait. Yep. I'm cutting that out of the podcast. <laughs> That's so mean. What about this one? What about this one? No. <laughs> I gotta go. You can find me on the internet at Cody Captures and Cody Corral. That's Amazing. Next week, five and six. Read them. Yeah. Live your dreams. It's catch us on the flip please. side. As we say in forks. Get bit. <laughs> I cannot believe. <laughs>